from the Floor Concept Studios. Legally, we're WLME 102.7 FM, Lewisport. But you can just call us the gay. Right here. 1027. 5 brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, dedicated to you, committed to justice at FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the Floor Concept Studios, joined by Coach Vic Evans. What's up, man? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. You can't hear me. Uh, maybe it's my headphones. Nevertheless, uh, we got Jalen Darty here as well. What's up, guys? Well, no, maybe I can't hear you as well. I can hear Jalen. I can't hear me. So, if you We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I'm gonna let you take it, Vic. I'll, work, I'll get my mic. We gotta get. We got. Go ahead. Oh yeah, we got on the we got on the Green River Area Federal Credit Union hotline. We've got special guest UK legend and KSR contributor Freddie Maggard. Freddie, are you with us? Yeah. <clears throat> can you hear me too? I can hear you perfectly clear. I didn't know if you could hear All Steve. Right. I don't know if you can hear I me. Could. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear both of you. Okay, yeah, well then I, it's working. All right, it just must be my head. My headset. It must be your headset, Steve. And, uh, yeah, welcome. We're very excited to have you, Freddie. We got a big announcement. Obviously, this uh, Thursday night is a huge game over there in McLean County, and the KSR game of the week will be in Calhoun this Thursday night for Webster and McLean, Freddie. And uh, we're looking forward to having you down. Yeah, you know I'm excited. We've uh, you know we we've not been to that part of the state we've been to owensboro i think we've been to henderson and we've been to mayfield and now we're coming to mclean county so i'm excited i've I've, that's one of the few counties that i I don't think i've been in so uh we're fired up and you know the persistence of the mclean county uh fans and personnel around the program kept asking about you know, would we come to McLean County? Would would we uh, make that our Kroger KSR game of the week? And, you know, finally we said, yeah, let's do it. And I guess the hardest part was keeping this thing a secret for a while, but now I guess it's out. So it's out. We're excited to get down there, yeah. And we got we owe Jalen Doherty a lot of credit because he, he had this vision way back when the – during the summertime, he's like, man, I'm going to work on Freddie in this KSR game of the week. And I, I said, you know, McLean County, if you've never been to Paulson Stadium, it, it's the true definition of Friday night lights, which I guess will be Thursday night lights this this time around. Yeah. But, you know, it's everything that, that football on a Friday night's supposed to be. you got the community and, and a great program there, a great fan base to support it. Freddie, I think you're really going to enjoy it. You know, I've, I've had, I've had the, uh, the blessing and the honor to see a few of those around the Commonwealth. I, I can think of Mayfield being one, Corbin another. Uh, I was at one last, last Friday, uh, Paris, that it's just a community event. And, uh, you know, everybody comes out for the games. And uh, I love that. that. That's my favorite part when it, it's truly us versus them. And uh, the whole community, the whole county, the whole city rallies around the team and the school. And, and I can't wait to get down there. Yeah, Freddie, this is Jalen Darty. Uh, can't wait to have you down Thursday. Hope you like to eat because there's going to be plenty of food there at Paulson <laughs> Stadium for you. Uh, you know, it's actually going to turn into a better ball game than what I originally expected. You know, Webster County at their best on their best start since 2002. This game's got the makings to where the more than more than likely the winner's going to host a home playoff game. 
Well, that's that. I love games like that with playoff ramifications. And, you know, this is one I get to stay past halftime. Normally, uh, on Fridays, you know, we, we bring, uh, you know, we bring a camera crew, we bring a writer and then myself and, and I, and depending on the, the Kentucky, uh, kickoff, I normally have to leave at halftime to get back to, to get, you know, to brain dump what I just saw in high school and pick up the UK stuff for the, for all the shows that I do on Saturday. But, uh, you know, this is a Thursday night game, so I get to stay to the final horn. I'm excited about that. And uh, I love when, when two teams fight it out for playoff, for home playoff field. And, uh, you know, that, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to get down there. And, yes, I do love to eat. It's going to be some good think I'm, I'm gonna be at a, I think I'm going to be at a, at a Kroger close to there Thursday sometime before the game. I'm not for sure where it is. Uh, but I will be there on Thursday, then be at the stadium uh, for the game Thursday night. Can't wait. Well, let us know. We'll, we'll make sure we put that out there for the community to know. Yeah. I know you. everybody loves you down here in western Kentucky. I remember when, we, when you sat up there and did the entire Live at Five with us over in, in Henderson yeah. a couple of years ago, and that, that went over very well. Talking about his love for Owensboro Catholic. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. The aces, really. Yeah, they're aces in my book. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm – I think I'm one of the few students at the University of Kentucky that took geography of Kentucky and Kentucky geography, same class, two different names. So, and I still don't know exactly where I'm going now. I know it's kind of near Owensboro and Henderson, correct? Correct. It's, it's about 30 minutes South of Owensboro. Okay. I can't wait. I love going to places I've not been. And, uh, you know, today I was over in Ashland. So, you know, going from Ashland to over there in the same week is pretty cool to get to see everything in between. I love the state of Kentucky. High school football is my favorite football. Uh, it's, I like it more than college and, and definitely the NFL. So, you know, uh, the Kroger, just so appreciative to them for all their support and, and making all this happen and letting us travel around and, and highlight these communities as much as we do the football teams. And, and it's just a lot of fun for me. It's my, it's the best part of my week. It's the thing that I look forward to all week. And, and I just can't wait to get down to McLean County and check it out and see new territory in our great state. Yeah, you, you may not know where it's at now, Freddie, but I can promise you one thing. When you leave Thursday night, you're not going to forget where it's at. There you go. I, guarantee I, I, I love that. I love it. I'm, I'm ready for it. You know, I, I did that with uh, Raceland last year. I'd never been to Raceland before. And, uh, you know, I got to go there. That's the opposite end of the state. So, you know, I love going to places that I've never been. And, and there's very few of them in the state. I've, I'm pretty well traveled within Kentucky. So uh, I can't wait to get down to that part and see some football. Thursday night football is great. It used to be a lot of fun on TV. You know, colleges used to play, you know, meaningful games on Thursday. And now I, I get to see a good high school game. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. As you're listening to Live at 5, Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans, we got the Green River Area Federal Credit Union guest of the game, Freddie Maggard, announcing McLean County and Webster, the Kroger KSR Game of the Week. Credit, Freddie, I will say you'll probably get a few flashbacks of being down at Starkville and Mississippi State with the cowbells because they're huge in McLean County. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's cowbell it. heaven. I'll guarantee you that. But I do well, have you to. Know, I, I, yeah, I'm Go the ahead. only person on the KSR staff that likes Starkville. So there you go. I'm all for it. <laughs> there you yeah. go. I do have to ask you, how about the butt whipping the cats put on the Gators for Saturday? Yeah. You know, it was a, uh, <clears throat> you know, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I agree with Mark Stoops that football, college football is a line of scrimmage league, especially 
in the SEC and Kentucky was significantly better on the offense and defensive line. Uh, and it showed the front seven for Kentucky consumed the Florida offense. I mean, that rushing attack was supposed to be, you know, one of the better ones in the conference. Kentucky holds them to what, 69, 2.4 yards per carry. And then the Florida defense was a top ranked, uh, unit against the rush. Kentucky goes for three, 329. You know, uh, the Kentucky running backs, Average first contact was three yards past the line of scrimmage. That's getting it done up front. And, uh, you know, Ray Davis had his day, but that, that offensive line, and, and you have to throw the tight ends in there. They, they were monsters on Saturday. But I'm very proud of Kentucky for doing that. But, you know, it should have happened because Kentucky is, is you know, I'm older, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older and, and I'm used to the Kentucky and Florida series and I played in that series. My team started the losing streak. So, it's uh, it's refreshing for me to see the fortunes of the two programs in reverse. Kentucky's a better team, it's better coached, and has better players, and should win on a year-to-year basis. And it's glad, I'm glad to see that the, you know everything that Mark Stoops has done for this program has been just incredible. I saw where Kentucky's ranked in the top 25, 32 weeks since 2018, and from 19-something to when Stoops got there, it was 31 times for a 50-year period or something like that. So that just goes to show you what Mark Stoops has meant to the University of Kentucky and everything he's done with that football program. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that a lot of Kentucky fans thought they would live to see a day where Kentucky not only wins three in a row versus Florida, but just like you just yeah. mentioned, better coach, better players. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is, yes. you know, 20, 20 years ago, I don't know that we could have wrapped our minds around that. I mean, I, no, I think no, Kentucky fans no. have to let that sink in a little bit. Yeah, Florida doesn't have a Deion Walker. Florida doesn't have uh, a Ray Davis. Florida doesn't have, you know, an Eli Cox. I mean, I can keep going on. Keyshawn Silver, Oxendine, I mean, Kentucky's just, you know, I just look at that defensive front, and that's the thing that amazes me most about the Cats is they've got eight or nine dudes that can rotate, that can all play. And they, they uh, Deion Walker, to me, is the most influential interior defensive lineman that I've ever seen at Kentucky as far as how he influences the game. The pressure that he puts on, the, the hurries, the double, triple teams that he demands, he just, you know, his numbers may not be flashy, but it doesn't matter. That that dude can really impact a football game. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do down at Georgia on Saturday. Yeah, it, it is amazing. Like you talked about, I mean, it's Steve Spurrier, his head's spinning because the only place yeah. Florida was better than us in the entire field was punter. And that's, yeah, that's exactly. like a 180 degrees back in the Spurrier days. But yeah. does Kentucky have a puncher's chance to go down there and, and, and pull the biggest upset of all and be first in the SEC East after the Georgia game? Can Kentucky? Absolutely. I mean, there's not a game. There's not a team on that schedule that I, that I could say right now, and I said this in the preseason, that Kentucky couldn't beat. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to go undefeated. They're, those teams can also beat Kentucky. But, I mean, Georgia last year was a great team. Great is a term that I never, ever, hardly ever used. Georgia was a great team last year and the year before. Great team. I think losing Todd Munkin to the, to the Ravens and Stetson Bennett, you know, even the numbers are, are still really high for Georgia. To me, it's a less imaginative offense. Now, I say that, but they got dudes everywhere that can play, and they're going to play on Sunday. And there's only one Brock Bowers. You know, the Heisman, if I, I'm lucky. Well, I'm not lucky, but folks are lucky I don't have a vote because everybody wants to go with the quarterbacks and this, that, and the other. 
you know, I, 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 to me, Joe Alt, the left tackle at Notre Dame, Brock Bowers, a tight end at Georgia, these two are, are arguably the two best players in the country, in my opinion. I'll agree with uh, that. So, so I just, you know, Brock Bowers is, is, is a handful, and Kentucky's going to have to have an answer for him. But, you know, defensively, they're pros on that Georgia defense, but there's not, you know, it's not the level that it's been. It's still the best in the SEC. That just goes to show you how well coached. And I'll echo what Mark said today in his press conference. You know, you look at Georgia and you see the talent, and it is a very, very talented roster. But Georgia is an extremely well-coached, disciplined football team, and that's rare for a team to have that much talent to be that well-coached and that disciplined, and that's a credit to Kirby Smart. Yeah, as we're joined by Freddie Magger here on the Green River Area Federal Credit Union Hotline, and I can't wait. I know Cats fans are really looking forward to Saturday. And, and even to, to, to have that thought creep into your head that Kentucky could be a real player against Georgia, the number one team in the nation. You know, I think I've talked to a lot of Kentucky fans around here, uh, Freddie, and they're, they're all kind of disappointed this isn't the year for the, you know, the more teams in the playoffs because Kentucky would have a real shot. And I said, hey, they got a real shot anyway. I mean, just one yeah. week at a time. And, 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 and this is the best chance I think they've, they've had to, to, to run something like this off since – Really, since I've been alive. Yeah, yeah, because the SEC's down. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not that much of a, a conference homer that, you know, I would say the SEC is the best league in the country. I don't think it is right now. I mean, I think, you know, to me, Oregon looks pretty daggone good out there. Uh, Michigan looks really good. I mean, there's some teams outside the conference that are that are excellent this year. But uh, you know, when it, when you have a season like this where there's not a lot of difference in say a Kentucky and Georgia at the top. Then you got to take advantage of it. But again, the, the Bulldogs are so well coached that it's going to be it's going to be a hard task for Kentucky to go down there and win. Isn't it an impossible task? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. It's not as impossible as it was say last year when Georgia beat them 16 to six. Kentucky played them closer than anybody in the country until the semifinal game. So, you know, you never know what can happen. And uh, I, I think that, that Mark has this team with the confidence that they have with veterans and key players that, you know, they get a little bit more consistent. I'm concerned a little bit with the passing game. Uh, uh, Devin Leary's receivers have dropped more passes than any quarterback in the country, and that's got to get cleaned up and got to play more complimentary on that side of the football. It's unrealistic to expect Kentucky to go down and rush for 329 against that defense. So it's going to have to pitch and catch a little bit in order to get the win. Well, Freddie, uh, big thanks for coming on. We're looking very yeah. forward to having you down here on Thursday. And I know McLean County is going to be at a fever pitch. I mean, the, the folks, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, they'll, be, they'll be there and they'll treat you like royalty. So be ready. It'll be, you talk about being ready to eat. It's some, they don't ever just bring like hot dogs and hamburgers. It's never just the basic. Over in McLean County, I mean, you're going to get like gumbo. I had this the cotton candy uh, salmon one time. Freddie is one of the best oh things I ever goodness. ate in my life. I mean, they're, they're going to treat you real well. We're looking very forward to having you down here. Big thanks yeah, to Jalen uh, and everybody over there who helped put it together. Yeah, and then uh, the uh, our intern Phoenix is going to be writing the story, and he actually went to McLean County. So that's uh, the 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 KSR intern that's writing the game story is a graduate of McLean County. So. That adds uh, that adds to the event a little bit, and I'm proud of him to get ready to go back to to his home school and, and be able to write the story there. Yeah, I've already had a text message from Phoenix in the last ten minutes. Said, uh, I guess the cat's <laughs> out of the bag. I'm excited for Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, I can't believe, you know, getting, you know, that's the hard part about having interns. Is, you know, you're a little bit concerned about talking uh, behind closed doors because, uh, you know, they get a little excited with information. There's, there's nothing against them, but, you know, they tend to talk a little bit, if you know what I mean. So I, I'm proud uh, that, that, that that didn't get out until today. Kept it under wraps. Freddie, thank you so much. Hey, take care. Okay. We'll, we'll see, see you Thursday, Thursday night. All right. I look forward to it, and I'll see y'all Thursday. Thank you so much. That's Freddie Magger there, UK legend, KSR Game of the Weeks, Freddie Magger, then coming down to Calhoun on Thursday night, Vic. And uh, Jalen, you've been talking about this for a while. I'm proud. You talk about let interns let the cattle back. I know you're not an intern by any stretch of imagination, but I know your excitement level way back in July. We knew about this a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, you did a good job keeping under your hat. And, hey, you put this thing together, so it's, it's it's pretty cool to watch it play out, man. Yeah, he he made the comment, and my dad's going to get on to me when I get home because he says there's no place like Mayfield. But Freddie made the comment that Mayfield is the best Friday night environment he's seen in western Kentucky. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> there's not an environment in western Kentucky like Paulson Stadium. There's just not. And I'm looking forward to having Freddie down. Really looking forward to getting Freddie on the call with me and Brock on Thursday. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's it should be a lot of fun. And uh, you're not, I mean, you're biased. Make no mistake. But I'm not. And I'm telling you, Jalen's It's right there. Yeah, it's right there. I'm not a cowbell guy, but it's impressive. They bring the bikes out and well, and fire them up for the for the entrance and, it's, the, and it's, the fireworks. It's 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 great. It's, it's a special environment. It is. It, it, it just yeah. is. I mean, it's community at its finest. And uh, you're going to get a good football game on top of that. Yes, you are. Yeah, absolutely. It's great food. Already, I'm looking already, forward to the gumbo. Already, already yeah, gumbo, gumbo on gumbo the menu rivers. for us, guys. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. I am, too. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. And a uh, big thanks to Freddie. Thanks, Jalen, for staying with us, man. Absolutely. If you're from McLean County and you're listening tonight, I need everybody out early on Thursday. Live at 5 starts at 5. I want people there at 445. Bring the cowbells live at 5. Bring them on there. We'll listen to them. We need everybody in McLean County at Paulson Stadium, 445, 5 o'clock on Friday to, to give Freddie Maggard the best show in Western Kentucky. The roar of the crowd from the Westland fans when we were at Goodwood the other night was kind of incredible. Was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we could do that again. That's there you great. go. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just keep it going, man. But, Jalen, thanks so much for staying. You going to stay? You gonna hang? No, nah, I'm going to let you guys take it, uh, take it over from here. Fair enough. I'm gonna, I might steal your mic because this one's a little down today. But uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, 1027 The Game. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in Western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. 
It's more than just your lawn. It's your fairway to heaven. It deserves the Kubota Z400. Class-leading speed, agility, a powerful transmission, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort, convenience, and performance, then you need professional-grade Kubota Z400 series. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Check them out today at Hagen's Outdoor Equipment with three locations to serve you. Highway 54 in Philpott, Salem Drive in Owensboro, and Power Machinery on Highway 41 in Hanson. We appreciate your business. Something doesn't sound right. How do you know? My daddy always said you know a bad sound when you hear it. That makes sense. (gasps) Yep, that sounds bad. No, not that. Hey, your car sounds funny. My hero. Stop in Mattingly's Automotive Shop. Let the technicians help diagnose the sounds coming from your vehicle with tune-ups, tire repair, and more. Mattingly's Automotive is here to help. Give them a call at 683-4251 or stop in 2405 Beach Road. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Coach Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. Be sure and download that Owensboro Radio app. You can listen anywhere in the world. Follow along on social media, 1027 The Game, uh, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Kicking it. Text line open throughout the show, 270-903-0389. Big thanks to the UK legend and uh, KSR's Game of the Week's Freddie Maggard coming on. We'll see him in person on Thursday night over in Calhoun at Paulson Stadium. Looking forward to it. But this is the fastest hour in football, so we're going to have to roll. We're going to roll. We got, we, we're going to roll through some of these here in the Texas Roadhouse. Pick them winner this week, Boogie Gunter. I like that. Yeah. 11-2. and two. He won the tie break with Derek Debo. So congratulations to Boogie. On the big, they were w. both way high, and it was only twenty-one points scored. I think yep. everybody was expecting kind of a high-scoring game. Yeah, I was. I mean, we were, me and Chris were pretty, pretty blown away by the uh, by the final score. But uh, big congratulations to Boogie. You can stop by Cromwell here and pick up your gift. Uh, Eleven fifteen Tamarack Road. Uh, but the several on the expert air quote. Always have to hold the air quotes in there. Thirteen and one this week on the expert picks. Caleb still holds the lead. Dave and Todd are right there, just one game back though. It's tightening up a little, and, and down the stretch they come. And old Travis Holtree is starting to mount he's a rally. Starting to a rally. He's QB one. He's talking a little trash. He I talked trash. He's supposed to preseason. And then it got kind of quiet for a little while, but now he's starting to come up <laughs> through the rankings, and we're hearing him again. But uh, right implement game of the week was Graves County fourteen. Apollo 7. Thought it was a game that Apollo let get away from them a little bit. Their defense played winning football. You know, we, we've, we've kind of given their defense a hard time here. When you're giving up 400 yards a game and 42 points per game, you're not going to win a lot. And they came out and played winning football on Friday night. They gave up less than 250 total yards. I thought Tavis Walker was tremendous. He was our Kentron manufacturing player of the game. He was all over the field. He had an interception. And then Jamison Brown with the strip sack. Returned back for a touchdown, kept Apollo in it. The Eagles get a big stop late, get the football back to get their offense one more chance, and Max takes them down the field and then just let one just sail over the receiver's head. You know, I talked to Max, saw Max after the game and just said, hey, man, you can't, you got to put that one behind you. It is what it is. You know, you got a lot on your shoulders. And uh, I thought he played really, really well. You know, he's just a freshman. Eli Masterson played really, really well. Just, it seemed like any time the Eagles would get a little momentum, penalties, pre-snap, you know, hard to overcome a first and 15, second and, you know, 13, those types of things. And two touchdowns. I was going to say they got two touchdowns called back, didn't Taken they? off the board yeah. for holding. And, 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 and to be clear, I thought they were both the correct call. I mean, 
I think I thought the one that Eli scored on originally was behind the play, but it, but you can't do that. I mean, you mm-hmm. just can't. It can't, you can't happen. And so at the end of the day, the second was on a screen that I don't know that it really affected the play either. It was blatantly holding. But if you don't hold there, even if they come through, it's just a little flip, and he's to the end zone, to the house. I mean, I, I feel like Apollo was a couple touchdowns better than Graves, and they they come up short. Yeah, I mean, well, I had them pick to win. I thought you, Apollo you, would win right the game. The I thought they both. were. I thought they were the the team. I thought would win the game. But you can't beat yourself. And offensively, it just you know, I, as soon as our game got over quickly, you know, a lot sooner with the, with the running clock. And so I tuned in to to you and Chris and. And and it sounded like Apollo beat themselves a lot more than what Gray's beat them, and I think just it was like twelve penalties, yeah, and just and it was big penalties, and, big and like ones. you were talking about, you just can't get a false start and turn first and ten into first and fifteen pre-snap penalties. It was a lot of motion. Any time in the first half, Apollo would put anyone in motion. It was a motion penalty. I mean, it was like almost like three out of the four times they did it right early. It was just motion, motion, motion. Now on the other side, Graves committed a lot of mistakes too. I mean, they weren't they didn't play necessarily clean football, but I thought at the end of the day, Apollo, if you if you, just those two big holding penalties that yeah, Graves scores and, and on. you probably cost yourself a home playoff game. I mean, you're in line, go down and win next week in Madisonville and you you're at home now in you're the gonna, playoffs. Yeah, now you're gonna need a little help. Yeah. You know, and that, it's unfortunate. But I, I thought going forward there is the building block of, of that your defense played played much much mm-hmm. better, and we'll see if that can be the defensive identity in the second half of the season here for the Eagles. But they'll need some help to get a home playoff game and stay away from the Bowling Green and South Warren of the world in, in the playoffs in the first round. But Owensboro Hammers Marshall, no real surprise there. No, no surprise. Big game by Chaden Morris, couple touchdowns, like to 173 yards. I think, I think I read somewhere and tweeted out. I, I, I'm sure it's accurate, but it was like the second most all time receiving yards in Owensboro history. Yeah, how about which that? is huge. And and uh, he played well. I thought DeLacy played well, and you know, and and Evan Hampton was Evan Hampton when he wanted to score, he scored. <laughs> Evan Hampton's that kid that can't can't be stopped. You know, when you get to, to this level. When he gets he, it, he gets the ball in his hands. It's you, a pretty good chance he's scoring. Right. If you don't tackle him, if you let him break the line of scrimmage, and get in the secondary, he's going to outrun you. Yeah, well, he just he's, is. He's an absolute monster, and he's really starting to impose his will here in the second half of the season. And that was done without Winstead. He was a scratch that day. You know, you know, he was in street clothes. I don't know how banged up he is, or if it was just precautionary reason. But, but uh, I mean, Owensboro's starting to play well. And Catholic gets a 57 to 7 win over Todd. I completely snubbed them on the tailgate show the other day because the game got moved. Yeah. And I was looking at the games we had set to pick, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even talk about the Aces. I mean, they're only number one in Owens Royal Health undefeated. And uh, the first thing you do on Saturday mornings now, if you're an Aces fan or somebody that covers the Aces like I do, the very first thing I do when I open my eyes on Saturday morning is, are they still number one in the RPI? Yeah. <laughs> because I wanted to see how this playoff actually stretch it out. And they actually gained some ground. Yeah. Owensboro winning. Crittenden picking up a big win over Murray right. in the long run is going to help yeah. Catholic. I think the only thing that can throw a wrench in their, in their plans of staying number one and avoiding the big dogs would be if Green County is able to somehow catch Mayfield, which is possible because Mayfield only has nine games on the schedule, mm-hmm. Green County will close this. This is weird to be talking Green County's importance, but Green County closes their season. They have district play, and they, they should win out until they get to that last week. Country they play Taylor. Taylor. Taylor County, oh, okay. Yeah. Who's a 4A team. Yeah. And so, but that's, that's going to be an uphill battle. I think they would be the underdogs in that game. Mm-hmm. But if they were to somehow win and Mayfield only has nine, 
I could see a scenario where Greene County can maybe leapfrog Mayfield, and, and, then, then, you get, and then you get Mayfield in round three. In round three, yeah, possibly, possible. If if not, I mean, it's it's, it's looking it's favorable for the Aces. Yeah, I mean, well, whoever favorable to Kroger. I mean, favorable. To yeah, Kroger. listen, it's whoever, but you still got to go win games. Greene County is going to be a good game in round three. You got to have something to talk about. Right? When it comes but to I'll say this: they won fifty-seven to but seven, I'll and say that will through seven more touchdowns. Well, whoever, whether it's them or it's LCA, whoever gets that one seed has a much easier path because, listen, 2A, it's really, there are four teams that kind of separate themselves from everybody else, and that's LCA, Catholic, Beachwood, and Mayfield. If LCA or Catholic gets that one seed, those other three teams have got to beat each other, and you just get whoever survives well, unless, Kroger. unless Green does jump. Yeah, unless Green does jump. And, 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 and that's that, the only possibility. That be, that, now, know. the other thing, too, is you still got to take care of it. Now, I'm not worried. North Harden. North Harden. I'm not worried. Their district, they're going to they're gonna run They're gonna run and clock the rest of their, their two district games. You got Edmondson left, and you got Fort Campbell. Those will be running clocks. Yeah, we got a little filler. Like, this is like an a intriguing season of TV, and right now we're just in the filler episode. Right, and so. You're looking ahead to the season finale. Yeah, North but, Harden's a huge, that's a huge game because it could keep you from having to take the gauntlet run to the state to Kroger or the quote-unquote easier path. Easier path, yeah. I mean, you know, it's never easy when you get into rounds three and four in the playoffs, but, I mean, I'll take my chances over those state powers that you're looking at when you talk about LCA and Mayfield and company. Grayson County, 42-6 to win over North Bullet. Colby Chaffin's two touchdown passes. He ran for one. They're starting to get that passing game going. They That's are. The thing. And th- I commend the coaching staff because when, when you're ahead, sometimes I think maybe you're just looking to, you know, do what you do well. I think Grayson in these games where they're where they're winning, you know, winning pretty comfortably, they're let's let's get let's let's fix our passing game while we're out here. I, and and I like it, man. They're working on it. You know Hanshaw's good. He they could have turned around and hand the ball to Hanshaw 20 times this game he could have ran for 300 yards. But instead, they went out and let Colby Chaffins work on the passing game and it makes you more dangerous come playoff time. There's no there's no doubt it makes you more dangerous and they're going to be better and and I've got to ask you Steve is was in two weeks is that the biggest game at Grayson County in I don't know what 25 30 years it's a long time I mean they did host the playoff game a, a while back when McHenry was there uh, so I think you know b- b- regular season yeah yeah probably I mean, I mean that's, that's for the that's for the one seed yeah get Seneca. you two playoff games yeah Seneca's gonna come to town that's in uh it's in I uh, yeah it's, they're off this they're week. off this week yes yeah, yeah so Seneca week. comes to town and, and Seneca's a nice team but that I'm telling you I kind of I kind of like Grayson already in that one I really yeah. do oh, I mean hey, hey we, we we were right on him in the offseason yes. we thought this is a team that can make a run and, and, and the excitement level when we talked to Sam Gormley was there and it's 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 even grown since then you know talking to Scott Hart a little bit he was super pumped Friday, and it just changes the whole dynamic of the fall. I mean, instead of look wait, looking forward to rolling the basketballs out, you're having competitive games week in, week in and week out. It's, you it's know, a lot more fun. What's crazy, too, is if you look at it, well, you know, if you look at the overall, if you look at the RPIs, all right, you, who's your sister district? I'm not to cut you completely off. Do you have it in front of you? I, I thought, do not have I it in front of me. Oh, okay, no, no, I, but, I, but I what I was what looking, looking at, at was – what I was looking at was, you know, South Warren and Bowling Green are both up there, and and one of them's going. I mean, you know, in Owensboro, well, they all can't go. I mean, they're you know, two one of those teams have got to get knocked out in round two. In, I don't, in think, some I don't think that's the. I don't, no, no, oh, okay, that's I not the sister yeah, yeah. district. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, one of those has to knock out the round two. 
So all of a sudden, you could be having a home round three playoff game at Grayson that's a winnable game and be looking at a semifinal run. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – of course, I've got all of them, but just uh, – Class 5A on my on my little graphic. I was trying to look at the quick graphic to see, but that's something we'll definitely have to dive into because you start looking at Grayson's playoff tree a little mm-hmm. bit. It could be a long one. Getting get intriguing, but no team in the state of Kentucky hates two-point conversions more than the Mid County. They do. They do. They hate, you're literally two two-point conversions away from being undefeated. Yeah, six and I mean, and battling, and, and I mean, battling Catholic right there. I mean, but I do think they showed they're, they're for real. We, we talked about that. You know, we're going to learn more – they're in a really tough district. You got to learn more. The problem is now your district, your other two district games get even tougher. And that's yeah. what we got. But you stayed right there with PRP and yeah, PRP beat Bullet East. Yeah, defending six A state champs, and that was their only loss. Mm-hmm. It's Mead County, and I, I, good. I was telling Chris in the booth during the game. I'm I mean, how good is Mead? I mean, think about it. We, you know, I was telling him, you know, talking about how we saw him in the scrimmage and we just didn't know, you know. But Coach Mofield, make no mistake about it, is one of the best coaches in Kentucky. He is. A, a year in and year out, we're saying these types of things about Meade. So, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. Unfortunately, they come up 21-20 short. They fall to 5-2, and two, but it's still a, a tremendous run. Do you think after the Henderson game, you wouldn't have thought about kicking that and going in overtime? I mean, maybe. I, but he's always done that. He did it down here when the, they know. came down here and I'm, lost to Apollo. I, I, I know. I know. Riverboat. Ron Rivera could run, learn a few things, even if they didn't get it. You yeah. know, it is what it is. But uh, Indiana scoreboard, Tell City dominates Pike Central. How about the Terrys? Yes. The Brothers of Destruction. I think we settled on that. I think that. we settled on that. The, the Brothers, Brothers of Destruction. Destruction go for over 400 yards. They certainly uh, laid devastation on, like 12 on Pike. I mean, they, they was, was it like 26 yards a pop or something? I mean, like It was yeah. something crazy. It was, it was even more than the UK running back had yeah. on, on Saturday, which is crazy. And a shutout. You know, I got with Coach Webb last week. I said, I need... I need my boys this week on the fantasy team. They threw the shutout. They did throw the shutout. Love it, man. They did. Great effort from Tell City this week across the board. And it's a team that's going to continue to build because a lot of that core does return into next season. Perry Central uh, blows the doors off of West Washington, 48-14. Nice win there for for the Commodores. And then South Spencer falls to Southridge. No shame there. Southridge, one of the better programs there in southern Indiana. On the Kentucky scoreboard, Butler falls to one and six to the hands of Bethlehem. Fort Campbell all over Edmondson. I, I, this is one I miss. I just I didn't I didn't have I didn't it. know enough. I did you know you looked at it's Fort Campbell with three draw. wins, but the yeah. none of the, the two three teams they beat hadn't won mm-hmm. a game, and you, we went with Mills and Fort Campbell four and three man. Yeah. I mean it's going to be probably they're probably going to be a two seed in the in their district. I yeah. mean you have to go on base to go to the uh, to go go into the playoffs. Yeah. going down to Fort Campbell. Uh, Greenwood a big win over Ohio County as well. I think the score that kind of had our eyes all night long. Was Muhlenberg, Muhlenberg. leading Madisonville at the half? Yes. What a great season Muhlenberg's having. You raced the forty-one nothing loss to Apollo, and man, they they have been really strong this season. They I mean, have Hunter Baker with the monster game for Muhlenberg, but they come up short, fifty-six thirty-seven. You think it was the? Think it was the Canyon factor that motivated them. Think that could have been the a little old, bit. The old teammate yeah, coming could have been a little bit. It could have been, you know, it could have been a lot of things. But I give it up to Muhlenberg, and that, and and that was a game they they you know they you you needed, you know, as a because it was you know you had the one win and, and you really needed that for playoff implications. They're probably on the outside looking in, and that's that's the bad thing. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder how good they could be if Canyon was still there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a team with a couple more weapons. Look out, but uh, who better than Canyon, right? Uh, we'll see him 
this Friday night in our uh, uh, right implement game of the week as they take on the Apollo Eagles in that big second half from the Maroons. We'll close out the high school fastest hour in football with a huge win from the Hancock County Hornets. Unbelievable win. I mean, Thriller. I, I, as I was watching this, the Pizzo scoreboard as the game goes on, Webster, you know, it was close early, and then Webster kind of started to pull away, and I thought, well, you know, that's about it. But no, Hancock fights back, comes back, and it was a win they needed. We talked about that, that you lose that one, all of a sudden you're down to a one-game situation with Hopkins County Central to get a playoff spot. And that's huge, getting that second win there. And it kind of, you know, was huge. And now all of a sudden, when you're playing Friday at Union, you're playing for first place in the district. Man, Because you can have three teams in that district now with one loss. I mean, it's going to be a tough game for them. Now, we'll have a CJ tailgate show brought to you by Hancock County Farm Supply. Jalen and Todd and Joe will have dual tailgate shows on Friday, and they'll be right there at GN Excavating Stadium. That becomes a monster, monster game for Hancock because you can be battling for a, a district title. Yeah, I mean, uh, the 33-12 to 12 comeback. Yes. I they were buried. They, that's what I thought. And, and then here they come. You know, Wyatt Emick, I think, was a guy that really stepped up, you know, and reading the – uh, kind of the some of the some of the things that transpired during the game. Emick was huge. Aiden Weatherhold, of course, as always, and then Dylan and Jackson Morris. And uh, yeah, they'll have a big game against Union next week, and we'll have it for you again on WBO with the Third Region Sports Network. But great win from the Hornets. A huge win for it's the Hornets. Exact opposite of last year. You yes. know, when they took that loss to McLean, the whole season just fell went apart the other way. Yep. And instead, they put their foot in the ground and had got two tough wins back to back. So you got to give a lot of credit. Coach Eubanks and that staff for for keeping them on task. When we come back, talk a little Kentucky West. I know it was a long road up there, but what an exciting game it was up in Finley for the Panthers. We'll talk about it next, live at 5, 1027 The Game. Are you looking for the perfect place to relax and unwind after a long day? Look no further than Dano's Cigar Lounge on Highway 54. Their lounge is the perfect spot to enjoy a premium cigar and match it with your favorite bourbon. With a wide selection of cigars, you will feel right at home at Dano's. As the weather is warming, you can enjoy your cigar on Dano's patio. Every Thursday starting in May will be Bike Night with the Brothers in Blue Motorcycle Club, Bluegrass Original Chapter, and music provided by Drew Ott. It's Dano's Cigar Lounge. Smoke, sip, socialize. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. It's the Whitesville Knights of Columbus annual turkey shoot every Sunday at 1 p.m. starting October 1st at the KC Hall on Haines Station Road in Whitesville. The last shoot will be on Sunday, November 19th. Join us for food, fun, and prizes. Prizes include turkeys, hams, cash, gift cards, 50-50 pots and scatterboard. That's from the Knights of Columbus Council 2046, Haines Station Road in Whitesville. Again, their annual turkey shoot will 
will be every Sunday at 1 p.m. starting October 1st and ending November 19th. It's all to benefit the Whitesville Knights of Columbus on Haines Station Road. Find the 1027 The Game community calendar on OwensboroRadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio app. We are Kentuckiana Sports Leader, 1027 The Game. And now, more Live at Five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. And Vic, you made the long ride up to Finley on the Saturday. And I heard they rolled out the red carpet for you Yeah, they were super. Finley was a great host, super nice. And uh, and, and I really enjoyed it up there. It's a, it's a great stadium, uh, Donald Stadium. Uh, you know, it's where, you know, Ben Roethlisberger played his high school football at. And uh, it was a great game. I mean, I think Wesleyan... They came up short. They had a ball. You know, they had the ball the minute four to go. Chance to win. You're sitting there looking at it going, I thought, okay, go four in a way. Four in a row. Yeah. Going for the fourth win in the last two minutes of the game. Uh, but what they did show was, you know, we've talked about, you know, Tiffin and and Finley and Dominican. And Dominican. Uh, those are kind of the gold standards of the, you know, GMAC, especially Tiffin and Finley. And, I, you know, Finley was the one team – that Westland really never competed with. Though no. They were 0-6, and, and it had been something like, I think the average score was like 48-14 to 14 or something like that. It's a different Westland program. They were in that game from start to finish and, and led at halftime. And then I think they got, I think some of the, you know, being a little younger and, and you had some injuries mound up where some guys got, you know, uh, beat up a little bit. And Finley was able to run for just under 200 yards in the second half. It but really then, changed. The first at halftime and Westland's up, I'm listening to it, by the way. I'm like on pins and needles. I'm out there working on my fence. You're at 14 and I've, got you, I've got you in my ear, and I'm thinking, hey, 14 to 10 and a half, and they've, they've held Finley. 57 total, 57 rushing, rushing yards. Rushing yards. Yes. Which has been a, which is my biggest concern going into the game because usually Wesleyan just kind of will get muscled around up front a little bit by the by the top tier echelon teams. And the second half was what what kind of did them in. It was more of what I kind of expected. Well, they changed the a little half. bit. And so what they did in the second half was Finley went more to the quarterback run to get the extra yeah. blocker in there, and he went over 100 yards. I will tell you this. Jeremiah Lightfoot and K.J. Hardesty were unbelievable Saturday. I yeah, mean, I mean I, your, I goal, your defensive tackle had like 10 tackles in the game. I got him confused with Vince Carrico there for yeah, a Light, was, Lightfoot uh, yeah. because it was like every play, Lightfoot, Lightfoot, Lightfoot. Unbelievable. Lightfoot. He played well. Uh, you know, and you know, you had a couple, a couple small mistakes from Westland. Their youth showed a couple times. That that, that uh, fifteen yard penalty late in the game was rough. Yeah, it, it, it hurt. And then, and, you know, because you know, you had it to a three point game. If you could have got the stop, and you only need a field goal. Now, I will say that you know the the fourth down pass to, to Camden Williams was. I mean, you probably could have thrown a flag. If, you know, it was one of those. I mean, they didn't catch any right. breaks either. Well, you're on the road. You're on the road, and, yeah. and, and that happens. But, you know, even when you thought they were out of it and you're down, and then all of a sudden, you know, you've been dominating that first, in, the, in the second half, and then, you know, bam, Aaron Beattie hits Sherrard for 81 yards. That's, the, that's where this team's different. It is. No matter how bad their offense struggles, they can come to life at any moment with these weapons. I mean, you, it, it kind of reminds me of Minnesota's offense in the sense of three and out. Three and out, eighty yard drive in three plays. Right, like it can boom, it can hit you because they got dudes everywhere, and 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 Aaron Beatty is that dude. I mean, he may he may make a couple of plays. You are like, what are you doing? Yep. And then two plays later, like, 
that's one of the best plays I've ever seen. And it's just that's just kind of what way it's going right now. He threw for almost 300 yards right at it, 298, two touchdowns. He did have a rushing score. Did throw the the intercept, the bad interception. Yeah, the, the, was it the intercept? Was it the interception or fumble where he flipped it up? To the, you know, no, actually, to, they called it an incomplete pass. Incomplete, okay. That, I don't know. I how turned it off right then because I got a little upset. The, 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 the went pass outside. went backwards. To this day, I, I, I got to give Tyrone Young credit. He lobbied and got that changed. But I don't care if the arm was going forward. The, the pass, pass was the backwards. guy from behind. It did. That, so they, they gave Wesley the ball back the Incomplete that? pass is what oh, they called okay. it. Yeah. I, I, missed, and, uh, I missed No, the one, there was one where they, they had Williams, Camden Williams, one-on-one on the outside. They came with the blitz. They picked the blitz up, and he—I don't—I don't think he realized they picked the blitz up, and he kind of got, you know, happy feet and threw off his back foot and threw it to the other side into double coverage and had no chance of being received. And I was sitting there thinking, man, if you if you read the blitz and you're worried about the blitz not being picked up, the throw was to throw it up to Camden Williams on the other side, one on one, bump and run. And see if he can make a play. That was yeah, one he's kind of your Justin Jefferson. He just yeah, even just, when you're in trouble, you can just throw it up to him, and maybe he makes a play. Yeah, and and, and so I mean, it wasn't. It was just one. I don't think you know uh, the 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 running back that time was Newman stepped up and picked the blitzer up, and and there was just a couple times where he he didn't set his back foot and threw almost like Madden going backwards. He had another big one where he had Sherrard on a crossing pattern. That if he just hit Sherrard on the crossing pattern, it's probably thirty yards. And uh, as a and it was a great call on the blitz. I mean, boom, they had it perfect. And he just didn't set himself. A lot of times, Christian will look down the barrel of the of the blitzer and make the throw. This time, he kind of threw it going away. I think sometimes, I think sometimes some of that too is that he's so good on on moving the play out of the pocket. There was a couple. That he times, tries to do it in the pocket, right? Sometimes. And there was a couple times the pocket held, and he tried to spin yeah. out and get outside, and they ran him down into problems. As opposed to just staying in the pocket and making and, the throw, and I think that'll come with with more rep, more game reps. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is this is he's actually got the reins of the team now. It's not like he's going to be right. playing one game out, one game playing. Life you know, was a little different, a lot different, yeah, a lot different. And, and Cam Sherrard had a great game, over a hundred yards, two touchdowns. The biggest thing that stands out to me for Wesleyan offensively is the inability to run the ball, two point one yards per carry. Got to get more. It's going to be tough in yep. games like that. Puts a lot of pressure on Aaron Beatty too. Yes. You, oh yeah. Well, when you don't you have can. to when you can not have to worry about the run game at all. You just period. You know, you just pin your ears back and go. And we'll we'll fly through these cards. Survive. I know this is back on Friday night, but the cards survive NC State, thirteen to ten, thirteen unanswered in the second half, and they survive. And now you got Notre Dame coming in, who also survives at Duke. I, I was done with Notre Dame whenever I, well, I saw Duke go down and score. Well, no, I wasn't done. I thought Notre Dame controlled the game the whole time. The one thing, Notre Dame was down to just three wide receivers because of injury, and it affected their offense. But when they had to make the play, they did. Yeah, Hartman, and, and, Hartman listen, stepped up big. They're, they're going to go into Louisville, and they're going to put a spank down on the Cardinals, and they're going to end this thing about the Cardinals. Yeah, we're ranked. We're all, that's fine. Notre Dame's going to spank them. You think so? Yes. I think there's a chance I they put, could. I, I put DraftKings money on it already. <laughs> it's all the bets already been made. IU falls to a Maryland. That one was not good. That was a Jack FM. Ole Miss beats our old friend Brian Kelly in the LSU. Colorado. I know uh, Vic. Uh, you know he kind of had the uh, the Trojans. Uh, you know rolling over Dion and company. But uh, they showed a lot of heart, you know. I thought, I thought when the chips were down, USC didn't put them away, and Colorado almost snuck back in. Listen, into it. I should have known better than to bet on my most hated, second most hated team of all time, USC. How about let me? You're up thirty-five nothing. 
put it on the throat and take care of business. You cost me $75 yeah. of our fake money. Of our weekend winners. I do yeah. have to say this, Steve. I mean, if Indiana's not going to fire Tom Allen right now, I want to just disband football. Because when you go up and get spanked by Maryland, it may be time to disband football. 44-17. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you should have fired him literally on the tarmac. Oh, man. That's tough, man. Georgia struggles uh, at, a little bit at Auburn. Is that- that's okay. No, no. I wanted them to get the win. I didn't want them to lose. Oh, yeah, go- no. But does it concern you that they struggled, though? I mean... They get that out of the way. Like, I'm concerned. Patrick Mahomes struggled a little bit last night. I'm a little concerned with him rolling in. No, I, I, listen. Georgia's good. There's not a great team in college football. This is the year I wish there were 12 teams in the playoff. Because everybody's, I it mean. It would be fun. It, every, it, it's yeah. kind of wide open. Yeah, it, it is wide open. And, and Georgia is, I mean, think about it. You had all those guys the last two years are now in the NFL. The quarterback's not as good. The running game's not as good. Now, the tight end. I think he's the second best player in the country. I, yeah. I, I agree with Freddie. I think Joe Alt is the best football player in the country. The left tackle for Notre Dame. Fire is probably number two. But they're gettable. Yeah, it's going to be now, interesting. Now, Leary's got to play a lot better. We're not going to go down and oh, run for yeah. 350 yards. Leary and the wide receivers can't drop balls. Kentucky leads the nation and drop passes. When he's accurate, they drop it. Yeah. He's, he, but he's inaccurate something. You know, so oh, it's, I, a, it's a double-edged sword. I literally was going through Cincinnati when Brown dropped the first try. And I'm listening on 1027. Yeah. I'm all fired up. Going through Cincinnati, makes a pass. And they're like, oh, Brown dropped one in the end. So I thought, here we go again. Man, it is cool to have. Oh, I love UK it. UK on 1027. Love it. Love I made it. The, me and Amber were going to Chris's to watch the game in between letting my fence post sit. And I was like, man, this is cool. I mean, it's it's awesome to have the cats right here on the station of the year across the state of Kentucky. Yes, that's where they belong. The game. That's where they belong. That's right. I agree. I, I could, It's nice. But uh, we'll come back and talk a little NFL to get you home on the fastest hour in football on a Monday, live at 5, 1027 the game. Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and vac services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family-owned and locally operated. Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kicking It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kicking It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kicking It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Kicking It 270. Hi, this is Travis Holtry from Foreman Watson Holtry. For 30 years, Foreman Watson Holtry has offered award-winning legal representation to the people of this region. As we plan for the future, we will continue to exert maximum effort to maintain a reputation of honesty, integrity, and success. Foreman Watson Holtry, dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. 
Are you looking for the perfect place to relax and unwind after a long day? Look no further than Dano's Cigar Lounge on Highway 54. Their lounge is the perfect spot to enjoy a premium cigar and match it with your favorite bourbon. With a wide selection of cigars, you will feel right at home at Dano's. As the weather is warming, you can enjoy your cigar on Dano's patio. Every Thursday starting in May will be Bike Night with the Brothers in Blue Motorcycle Club, Bluegrass Original Chapter, and Music provided by Drew Ott. It's Dano's Cigar Lounge. Smoke, sip, socialize. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. Tonight, clear, a low 60. Sunny on Tuesday, a high of 90. Increasing clouds on Tuesday night, low 63. Wednesday, mostly sunny, a high of 85. Mostly cloudy on Wednesday night, low 65. Mostly cloudy on Thursday, a chance of scattered rain, a high 79. Thursday night, chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low 59. Mostly sunny on Friday, a chance of morning rain, high 71. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here. Last segment will be the Dano's NFL Wraparound. Be sure and visit our friends at Dano's Cigar Lounge out on Highway 54. Don't forget, also tonight, 6.30, the pregame show, Monday Night Football, as you'll have the Seattle Seahawks. At the Giants, Vic, and who you, who you got in that? I put a little bonus. You know, you get those bonus bets when you sign oh, up yeah. at uh, you know one of the uh, either of the all all the all of them all of them give it, you a yeah. bonus bet. So Don't I put get a, any free love. I right? put a little bonus bet on the on the Giants tonight. I did too. I mean, Plus I didn't two. put money on them, but that's who I would take because my gut's telling me Seattle's going to win, and I always go against my gut in the NFL <laughs> because that's just how it works. Well, Nate, if you put the Giant, if you put money on the Giants, I'm uh, I, I didn't. I don't bet. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to be broke <laughs> because I'm, ter- I'm terrible. It's all bonus money right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I had those, you know, those other easy bonus wins where if somebody scores a point, you win. You know, yeah. So right. I'm, I'm doing good right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it'll last for a bit, and then you have to get into the real money. And I, I can't handle that. But uh, I tell you, the the biggest surprise to me yesterday of all of them was how the Bills handled the Dolphins. 20, yeah, me 20, too. Forty-eight twenty. And uh, that was kind of a statement game from from Josh Allen and the Bills yesterday. Yeah, they looked really good. I thought Josh Allen played really well, but I was I was absolutely shocked that the the Bills defense kind of you know because I know without Von Miller they really struggled last year you know getting pressure on the quarterback, but it was a statement game. I mean, yeah, I mean that has to put them right at the top of the AFC. I mean, in my opinion, I mean just at this point in the season. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are a little overrated for the fact that they don't have any wide receivers. They still don't have any wide receivers, no. you know. And then Patrick Mahomes, you know, pissed off ninety percent of the country last night because ninety percent of the money were on the Chiefs, and he takes he a knee. Slides the Chris when he, when he would the professor. It was like a five hundred seventy five dollar. Parlay for oh, him. Oh my goodness! Talking I mean, bad we're beat. watching it. You know, the, we're watching rest the AEW pay per view, and we're watching the games on our phone. And Mahomes has got the, all that daylight, and I was like, he's gonna go in, and, and then and he just slides down. Like, yeah, and that's why, right there, I don't get involved in this betting on sports. Bad, bad beats, baby. Man, bad that's, beats. That's tough. I mean, that, there's just no other way to explain it other than heartbreak. Uh, you know, Ravens defeat the Browns in the DTR start, but uh, how about the news coming out about Watson? Stefanski says, hey. He could have played yesterday, and he just uh, wimped out on us. Well, yeah, basically, fancy said he was medically cleared to play. That's unacceptable. As a quarterback, and making $230 million, you go out there and play. That, that's a clown show. Yeah. You should be privileged to even get to, to suit up in the NFL, pal. Especially him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> With like 40 that's people. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. To make the money you're making, if you're medically cleared and you just say, oh, I can't, I can't give it a go. 
Yeah, that's, you, that's not my quarterback. No, you got to go. I mean, I'll, I'll roll with DTR and lose them all. Yes, before I roll with somebody like 100%. that. Hundred percent. I mean, it probably shouldn't have been starting there anyway to begin with. The Bears collapse. Uh, Fields actually played decent. I mean, the only good, the, there's two negatives that came out of this for me. Number one, Sean Payton gets a little bit of glory. I was really basking in the 0-4 Sean Payton star since he said it was the worst coaching job ever and Sean's doing a worse job. Vance Joseph but, was like already like walking out the door losing right? his job. But thanks to the Bears who collapsed, I think it was direct from, from the home office because they're, they're trying to tank again for Caleb Williams so they can get the first overall pick. Two years in a row, and if that don't work, they got a little insurance on the Panthers, who are the second worst team. Yes, because they got their pick too. Yeah, you get Caleb Williams and Joe Alt. We're out the first no, two no. picks. You take you take May and Williams. That way, you don't <laughs> botch it, Chicago, because you've never had a quarterback. Name one good quarterback that's ever played in Chicago. Well, we know this. You before us will not be the coach there. No. He's going to be fired. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, he, even, he was getting buried today with Chase Claypool. Oh, question. yeah. I mean, you, well, he came I mean, out and buried. said, he came out and said, Claypool, like, you know, how about his front office, like, throwing him under the bus, too? How do you, how do you not get that right? That whole thing's a dumpster fire. That, Chicago's everybody. an absolute dumpster fire. They need to fire everybody and just start over again. Yeah. I thought Poles burning it all the way down and then trying to rebuild it. That's he ain't going to be around either. That's not working. I mean, I don't know. It's just bad. C.J. Stroud, one of the better rookie quarterbacks I've seen. Yes, he's nice. And and I, I like him a lot more. And I, he, I was down on him. I didn't think he would be, but I like him even more than I do Bryce Young. Oh, Bryce, I don't know if Bryce is going to make it, man. He's awful small. Man, he's tiny. I mean, and I get he's a rookie. I don't want to like say he's never going to pan out, but – just seeing him yesterday, it's going to be a struggle at his size. I think so too. I, I mean, think it, so too. It, Especially it, when you're coming from uh, the guy, you, you know, you can't the, throw for 150 yards. Frank Reich is a guy that's used to like big quarterbacks too. And, yeah, and, they should have went Stroud, man. How much longer does Zach Taylor last in Cincinnati? I've been telling you, you get fired, him, man. I'm telling I'm you, I'm already starting to hear the rumblings out Me of there. Me too. That thing's a mess there. I mean, it. Hey, hey Bill Parcells too needs to how go. About, how about Jamar Chase? Oh, I, I, I mean, thought those two said, were buddies. Be like, you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm open. always open. You just always. Don't throw it to me. He just, I just don't get the ball. Yeah, that's that's a, typical that's wide br- receiver, though. Yeah, but uh, Justin wouldn't do that. Chase, no, but Chase I mean, I mean, beat. you look at what Stephon Diggs has done in Buffalo the last couple of years, and all he does is go out and catch three touchdowns. I mean, it's just, just typical keep, wide receiver. You, you got to know how to keep him happy. And right now, Joe better get on it. I don't care if it's calves hurting or not. How about the Cowboys? They look good. They're back. Yeah. Cowboys are back. Bill Belichick was uh, he's just a Tom Brady guy. Belichick, fire man, him now, man. Do you keep him around to break the rate, the wins record, or do you have to get rid of him now? At the end of the year, it's. I mean, it's getting close to getting rid of. That's a shame to say that. That's crazy. Hey, why didn't the Commanders go for two when they score? We're almost out of time. Huh? I thought they would. I thought they should have. Yeah, come on, Riverboat Ron. I you know. You're gonna lose the nickname. I know. Mofield would have. He sure. He, <laughs> he sure would have. We'll see you tomorrow live at five. You've been listening to Live at Five on 1027 The Game.